Going Linux episode 289, Improving Your Life, The Linux Advantage. Welcome to the Going Linux podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. And I'm your co-host, Bill. Whether you are new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will help you with valuable information and advice that will help you in going Linux. We hope that you find this and all our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and its applications and using them to get things done. In today's episode, Improving Your Life, The Linux Advantage. Hi, Bill. Hello, Larry. I got one word for you. What's that? Coffee. <laughs> yes, this show runs on coffee, I think. Coffee. Coffee <laughs> is wonderful. This is that irreverent banter everybody says we never do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, so how's your week, Larry? Great. Good. You know, uh, we've been doing this series of the Linux Advantage for a little bit. This is the last one in our series, and in the, the series episodes we attempt to describe some of the reasons why you might consider a switch to free and open source software like Linux. We've talked about Linux because of its community, because it's more secure than other operating systems, and because it's truly beautiful software. Now let's discuss how using Linux can improve your life. Yeah, we know it's a bit of a stretch thinking of an operating system improving your life, but bear with us. By the end of our discussion, we think you'll agree. You don't need to be on a budget to want to use free software. Surely using free software is the perfect solution for those of us trying to stay on a strict budget. But what if you are in the fortunate position to be able to go out and spend money on a shiny new computer? Yeah. In this episode, we present several reasons you might choose to use free open software to run your computer instead of using the latest operating system from Microsoft, Apple, or even Google. Right, and purchasing a new computer often comes with some significant hidden costs. Because I know this before switching to Linux, I would put off purchasing a new computer or simply consider reducing the quality of the computer I could afford. Uh, I was being cautious because I knew that any computer would come with the latest operating system from one of these other companies. And I knew that my existing proprietary application software would likely need an expensive upgrade to work with the latest Microsoft operating system. And the same is true for the Apple OS, by the way. I really hate it when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> so before making the purchase, I would have to check whether I had an old printer, scanner, monitor, iPod, or insert other expensive peripheral device here that, that wouldn't be supported under this new version of the operating system. Today's modern Linux is more likely to support older hardware than proprietary operating systems, and the vast majority of application software for Linux is updated and upgraded for free. So using Linux on your new computer can reduce the stress caused by worrying about hardware and software obsolescence, and of course that's going to improve your life. Less stress. After all, why should you spend money on unnecessary upgrades when you can use the money to improve your life? By not spending the money on your operating system or applications, software upgrades, or pointless hardware upgrades, here are some additional life-improving things that you can do with that cash. Buy a better computer. 
Use the money you would be spending on needlessly upgrading your application software and hardware to buy a better, faster, sexier computer. I'm all for the sexy computer part. Yeah. If you are a graphic artist, use the money to upgrade your monitor or creative tools or get your monitor calibrated. Three, if you are a podcaster, voiceover talent, audiobook narrator, or YouTube contributor, upgrade your microphone, buy a mixer, or install soundproofing in your studio. If you create videos, get better lighting or upgrade your camera, or take public speaking lessons. Larry, how about give us a few more reasons why you might want to use free operating system or applications Sure. You could buy a book or a whole library of books with the money you save on <laughs> some of these computer operates. Uh, take this opportunity to read and learn more about Linux and open source applications, how to become a world famous writer, how to become a podcaster, or how to improve your diet. There are plenty of possibilities that would help you improve your life. Or you could take an online class, improve your skills at whatever you do. Maybe it'll get you a better job. And lastly, but certainly not least, put the extra money in the bank. You never know when you need some extra cash. Yeah, I, I want to point out, you said take an online class mm -hmm. to improve your skills. Uh, I was looking uh, at taking some classes online, and there's some really great ones out there. Uh, some of the ones that really work well under Linux are, uh, I know this is not really a class, but the TEDx Talks. Yes, yes. Some of those are fascinating. Yeah, I've watched a few of those online. Have you? Yeah. And most, if you're running Chrome, uh, most of the uh, online learning, like I, I believe Harvard has an open, uh, I guess they call it open university. Mm -hmm. I know MIT offers some classes. Uh, it all works under Linux. You, you wouldn't know that you're running Linux. So you could actually use Linux to learn more about Linux and save yourself money in the process. Right, exactly. And you could learn all kinds of new job skills, unrelated to Linux or related to Linux. Your choice. Yeah. And, you know, what's very interesting about you said, and I know we were just we were kind of uh, uh, having a good laugh about it, but you actually the money that you would spend on software, for that money that you would spend on just on some of the upgrades, if you don't qualify for a free one, um, which yeah, most of the time has very specific uh, requirements. You know, mm -hmm. you have to have this version. You can't be this old. You have to do it within this time period. Right. You can really get a, uh, a much better computer and have it last a lot longer. I mean, give you an example. Uh, if you were, some of the costs on, like, uh, if you were going to buy the professional version of Office, I think the last time I looked at it was like 400 bucks or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, the the standalone install it yourself version as opposed to the Office 365. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, if you think about it, if you go kind of look at some of the hardware sites, you know, like Newegg or Amazon or, or whatever, you, at $400, you can buy some pretty nice hardware if you build your own. Uh, or if you really think about it, if you just put that 400 bucks in the, in the bank and then just, you know, keep adding to it, you can pick up a pretty nice machine and uh, what's interesting you don't have to support Microsoft to do it you can go to some of the manufacturers that actually uh, produce just Linux computers uh, 
like what's what's the company that you bought yours from system 76 yeah system 76 now you were able to get a better processor and more memory because you weren't having to pay for that uh, software right is that what you told me yeah well it's not so much that you're not paying for the operating system software because you know for most computer manufacturers it really doesn't cost them beans to install windows on there because of all the financial advantages that uh, uh -huh. Microsoft provides them so you don't really save the money on that but what you do save the money on is the future uh, like we we're talking oh. about uh, when you get upgrades to Linux you don't have to go back before installing those upgrades and to figure out which of your applications are going to break or require upgrades or you don't have to go back and check all your hardware and make sure it's compatible with the latest version of the operating system like you do on Windows because you know they they will drop support for software applications or drop support for hardware uh, in each new version of of Windows which rarely happens with Linux it, there's some extremely old hardware that's still supported under Linux quite frankly yeah I was uh, I was on the mailing Linux mailing list there's uh, like one guy that uses or a couple people that used a certain driver and they mm -hmm. keep it in the Linux kernel just for them so I mean if you were a major company they'd already yanked that thing out and threw it in the trash all right so all right. so I mean he doesn't he doesn't have to go buy anything to support it. It's supported. Uh, now that I kind of, yeah, I guess it would kind of improve your life because if you think about it, you can use that money to get a better computer. You can go to class. Uh, you can give it to your wife like I have to do. No, just kidding. Um, or, or how about this? Go out to a really nice restaurant. You can buy a lot of food for 400 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Or just stock your pantry. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good idea, but I, but that means I'd have to clean up. So anyway, uh, I think we all can see that there's a lot of benefits to using Linux, even if you're not on a budget. And uh, I know for a fact that I've been able to keep computers running a lot longer running Linux uh, than I could with like running some of the uh, Windows because the demands are just not there or it scales better so I think in a way Linux is improving my life and uh, I'd be kind of interested to hear uh, how our listeners are using Linux to improve theirs yeah Linux certainly has improved my life and it is the source of of course all of the topics for our podcast here and uh, I really enjoy doing this as a service to our open source and Linux community. And he's actually doing a penance he has to put up with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're the other guy. You know? oh, yeah, I'm the other guy. You have to keep pointing that out. I almost. I know. I don't know how long this joke is going to last, but it seems to be okay. Hey, you know, probably as long as the joke about pulling the bolts out of the airplane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, while well, in flight. In flight. Yep, trying absolutely. to land. We're working on a landing gear type of thing. Whatever you decide to do, Installing Linux on your new computer can improve your life in the ways we suggested and countless other ways. Improving your life is a Linux advantage. Do you have a an application pick or anything, Bill? I do. Okay. Uh, I know it's kind of one we've done before, but if you're not running Chrome, mm -hmm. give it a look again. Uh, I, I try, I've been playing 
switching back between Firefox and Chrome. And of course, um, Chrome just seems to work in places that Firefox doesn't. I don't know if it's just me or whatever, but uh, Chrome seems to be updated a lot more. I don't know if that's the case, but uh, if you're not, if you haven't looked at Chrome in a while, give Chrome a, wh a whirl. Yeah, and of course we're talking about the Chrome browser, not the Chrome operating system here. Yes. And I've yes. noticed that the Chrome folks, um, Google, have installed flash support and other things that you have to install separately for other browsers like Firefox. Uh, on the other hand, the one thing that I know that F Chrome doesn't work with well is the uh, Citrix GoToWebinar software. Uh, really? Yeah, we use that for work and I have Chrome of course installed on my Linux computers and I also have it installed on my uh, Mac computer, my Apple computer for work. Uh, and I use Chrome regularly for just about everything. But whenever we have a webinar that uses GoToWebinar software, not GoToMeeting, it works fine in Chrome, but GoToWebinar, mm -hmm. it just won't start under Chrome, uh, under Linux or under the Mac OS. So I have to switch to Firefox, which of course I have installed on both computers, uh, or uh, under the Mac, go to Safari, and it works just fine there. So the Citrix hmm. folks, the branch of them that supports GoToWebinar software, apparently doesn't play nice with Chrome. So just be aware of that. That's the only limitation I've found recently. Well, I mean, that's the only limitation. <laughs> it's not too bad. Yeah, that's not bad. And for, you know, most people may not even use GoToWebinar software from Citrix. Yeah. And this is not a commercial for them. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we are not. We are not endorsing the said product. We're just. But that's for your work, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. So ordinarily, you wouldn't use it. <laughs> no, no. I use Google Hangouts or Skype or something like that. Uh, and and actually, we've been looking at some alternatives to Skype lately. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, Skype's, how's that coming? Skype's been coming uh, a lot more solid as as well recently, uh, although. You know, privacy Shh. issues are still there. Yeah, yeah. Don't jinx it, right? <laughs> you just, you just said to get. Oh, thanks, Larry. You just jinxed us. Yes. So uh, anyway, Ixnay on the Ipskay. <laughs> yeah, we didn't mention Skype. Forget we said anything. Yes. All right. Well, our next episode will be a listener feedback episode, and we're still in the holiday season here in the U.S., so we expect, unless you've got a lot of time on your hands, we might not have a lot of listener feedback, but what we do get, we will relay on to you. And if you have any questions for us, you can go to our website at goinglinux.com. And you may find answers there in our articles or show notes. And we also have links to download and subscribe to our podcast there. We are the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done. And if you'd like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by just joining the discussion in our Going Linux Podcast Google Plus community. So until next time, thanks for listening. 73. music provided by Mark Blasco at podcastthemes.com.